Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We're off. Welcome to welcome to running commentary. It's a bit of a it's a bit of a different one today. I've come out for a um, a, a, a workshop. I'm chatting to uh, Shane Benzi, author of Lost Out of Running, which is a fantastic book that I'm working through at the moment. A lot of you will have heard of it. And uh, Shane, well, good morning. Good morning. Where, where are we? Talk, talk me through. We're in a we're in a dressing room. It's we are. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not unfamiliar for yourself, I guess. <laughs> so yeah. So we're in Goring, and we're right. at the cricket pavilion in Goring. Okay, brilliant. So that's kind yeah. of where I base myself. Nice, and that's sort of near Reading, isn't it? It's a yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've driven out this morning. It's, it's a lovely part of the world, and uh, and we're going to do some sort of bits and bobs of running. You're going to have a look at my form. You're going to talk, talk me through what, what, what do you think is going to happen? Yeah, so Obviously so something different will happen, but what do you, <laughs> what do you think is going to happen? Anything could happen. <laughs> what I'd like to happen. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to get you running around shortly okay, and cool. uh, get you warmed up and get you running around outside. Yes. And then we're going to do some video analysis of that. Right. And then once we've done that a video analysis, and that will be from the side, from the back, from the front, a few okay. different speeds, brilliant, brilliant. we'll come back in. Okay. We'll look at that video together. Okay. You will be looking through your fingers and kind of uh, <laughs> yeah. thinking, is that, lot, is lot that really me? At that point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 It might be amazing. <laughs> and then, yeah, we'll look at that video together. We'll celebrate what's good, but we'll also look at maybe what we could change to become yeah. maybe more dynamic or more efficient. Yeah, we, I mean, we're going to talk about your sort of core running philosophies and things, but sort of as a basic thing, would you describe it as, you mentioned the word dynamic there, running in a bit more of a, dynamic fashion sort of taking away some of the impacts the natural impacts of running possibly or well interestingly it's harnessing impact right so okay. we've grown up over the years being scared of impact impact is one of those words Absolutely. that has runners hiding behind the sofa Absolutely, and running yeah. to the hills but, yeah what you think just a bit closer to your mouth there that's great that's great perfect yeah gone then yeah but actually impact yes is a runner's friend because the impact we create when we hit the ground, which is about two and a half times your body weight coming back at you, right. that impact coming back at you, that actually creates elastic energy in the body. Right. And that elastic energy propels you forward. Right. So it's not about avoiding impact. It's about harnessing it and managing it and turning it into right. something that propels you, not that something that hurts you. That's quite sort of... Uh 
that feels quite counterintuitive, doesn't it? Because the way a lot of runners develop through the years is sort of almost like running something that you that beats your body up. If you can survive a training cycle to get to the start of the race, you've sort of survived something. Mm. And during that process, impact is something to be minimised. Like most, it feels like a lot of runners' styles, myself included, end up as as as, as they get older tend to get a bit closer to the ground, a, sure. bit, a bit more kind of shuffly. Yes. Um, but you're working off a totally more of a bounce, look, looking for a bit more bounce possibly. Yeah, I think so. You know, so, so we're going to talk a lot today about your foot. And your right. foot is the interface between you and the ground. That's right. the same for all runners. Yeah. If we land that foot well, that your foot, the interface, that's going to create a lot of stability. Right. Okay. The arch of the foot is going to create a load of strength. Mm. The dome shape of the foot will dissipate the impact at source. Right. We also have a lot of elasticity in the foot and a low, quarter of a million nerve endings on the bottom of the foot. Okay. We get that landing good. Impact becomes our friend, not right. our enemy. Okay, cool, cool. And, and did this come from... Uh you watch a lot of, of uh, Kenyan runners in, in action, and, which yeah. we've all done. Yes, absolutely, <laughs> with, with everyone's eyes. And, yeah. and marvelled, yeah. marvelled at yeah. their... They, they seem to... They, 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 complete layman, complete layman chat here. They, they seem to have... A, a lot of Kenyan runners seem to have more uh, sort of elongated calf muscles. Is there any truth to that yeah. at all? Yeah, it? so genetically, the Achilles and the calf muscles... Right. Are different without right, a doubt, okay, and they right. don't, and they, and they don't actually use them. We tend to use ours more in our propulsion right, okay. than they do. They actually right. use the glutes more right, because of the okay. way that they leave the ground. Right. Okay. But certainly, yeah, Ethiopia and Kenya and Uganda early on were the places that I went to study right. what I thought I, I identified as the best runners in the world for marathon. Yes, and, of course. And middle distance. Yeah, 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 yeah. That seems to because when when I was uh, I started running in the in the eighties uh, and it was all like. Uh, Rob Di Castella and Seiko uh, and Lopez and Carlos uh, and, and uh, Charlie Spedding in this country and Hugh Jones and Mick Grattan. Mm. and then uh, that 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 was uh, that was pre-Africa. Sure. And then the Africans came <laughs> just like <laughs> everything changed. <laughs> everything changed very quick. You know, Bill Rogers, Frank Short, and all that. And then Africa came and whoosh, everything yeah. changed very yeah. quickly. Yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Which has been incredible to witness. I mean, it's been fantastic. It has, and it's yeah. been amazing for me over the last decade to, to watch and to try and kind of, uh, yeah, unearth. And there are no big secrets. That's yes. the really exciting okay. thing. There yeah, are no yeah, big yeah. secrets here at all. Right, okay. There are no cool. big secrets. Okay, cool. And do you feel that... Um, what did, did you run yourself? Yeah, so right. that's kind of... So I was an ultra runner. Right, so okay. ultra is pretty much anything longer than a marathon. Yes, and yeah. uh, I was uh, enthusiastic. I wouldn't say I was the most talented in the world, okay, but cool. I was very enthusiastic. But I had two big challenges, which is I think the challenges that most people that I work with face is that I was constantly getting injured, mm. and I just wasn't getting much better. Right. So I'd got yeah. as fit as I could. I'd got as strong as I could. I'd bought all the gear I could get my hands on, mm. but I was still going through this cycle of getting injured yes. and never really performing any better. So my journey journey as a coach actually started by me thinking, right, I've ticked every box there is, except maybe it's how I'm moving. Yes, that's interesting. Is it, it's, sort of getting, it's sort of changing, obviously, because I've reached a stage in my running um, career, I use that term loosely, where um, <laughs> I'm sort of, I've been breaking down a lot the last couple of years. Um, it feels like that running is something that my body's uh, finding it harder to tolerate. Mm. Um, and obviously, I love running. And so 
that's quite a painful process to to uh, to, 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 to to be going through and, and and try and manage. And you try to find different ways of running rather than just replicating just old habits. You know, I mean, sure. you, I think your body your body sort of reacts to injury by overcompensating another area. Your body's always trying to move, isn't it? Your body's always trying to find the best way of moving. Yeah. And that it sort of and that's that involves a bit of sort of managing injuries itself, which can lead to more injuries, which means to so the idea of finding a, a, a better way of running, mm. Mm. Uh, uh, you know, rather than just can I survive it? Yeah. Is, is, is be proactive is, rather is, than is, reactive. Is interesting. Yeah, certainly, yeah. Certainly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and if you run around the park today, and you surely will, you're going to be stressing bones. You're going yeah. to be tearing down muscle fibers, and you're going to be tearing fascia, breaking down fascia tonight mm. while you're asleep. They're all going to be repaired, rejuvenated, yes. and rearchitected based on how you broke them down. So if you start moving well and loading the body well. Right. The body is going to strengthen itself for that task. It's right. what I would call Darwinian fitness right, as opposed okay. to cardiovascular fitness. Right, okay, interesting. interesting. And you think, uh, what you, when you think about ultras, because um, I'm thinking about ultras, you don't think of um, too much of a dynamic running style. Mm. But you obviously disagree with that. No? Well, here's the thing. So for, for you to think about, because I know you've got some, some plans, and for all of your... We've all got plans. <laughs> <laughs> for all of your listeners, where we've come to with running over the last few decades, we've come to see good running as the ability to move over the ground mm. and save energy or not use energy. Yes. Whereas I see good running as the ability to move over the ground and create energy, okay. elastic energy. Brilliant. So if you okay. do your ultras or actually any run, if you move trying to save energy and kind of shuffle, try not to use energy, actually it means you use in an almost entirely muscle-based propulsion right. and muscles are very greedy. Yes. Whereas if we can create a more elastic approach... Brilliant. Elast okay. Anything with the word elastic doesn't want oxygen, doesn't yeah. want calories, okay. doesn't produce lactate. You, I'm sold. Let, let's have a go. <laughs> Let, let's let's have a go. Let's have a go. <laughs> Wait, I, I need to just ring my wife at this point. Yeah, because, no because, problem. Because she needs to sort out the, the parking for the blokes who are... She's obviously asleep. Wait, on one, mo one moment. Sorry about this. Yeah, no, listen, um, no worries. It's all part of the slight mess of the... That's we, life. We're going out into the... Uh, we're going out into the abyss. Okay, well, let me do this. Right. Let me just do this one minute. Feels a bit soggy here, but actually in the park, it's not too bad. Right, okay. I will have to sort this out. Myself. Yeah, honestly, we, we, we're having we're having some no, <laughs> don't, no, no, we're having some work done to the uh, to the garden. I've got to sort out the parking permit. One oh, gotcha. <laughs> my wife is my wife is at home, but she's obviously asleep at the moment. We can, we can do this. I can do this here, such as the. Uh, it's the world we live in. We can yeah. be pretty flexible yeah, with this it. stuff. Let's do it. Okay. Okay, parking. Sorry. Okay, brilliant. Thank you. Sorry about that. No, no worries. Um, so a breezy, a breezy it's day. It is. It's fresh. Yeah, yeah. it's fresh, which okay. is good. Yeah, yeah. But the sun is out. Yeah, so the sun's out. We can't right. complain. And so, uh, so you, do you work with a range of? Uh, it seems you work work with a range of of talents. I mean, you've worked with 
tell me about your work with Damien Hall. Yeah, so Damien is uh, yeah an amazing ultra runner, and uh, I've probably worked with Damien for a good eight years now, maybe right. even more actually. Wow! And okay. so Damien and I first met. I was doing a, actually a workshop in the in the in the mountains in uh, Wales, right. and Damien came along as um, as a journalist right. to cover it for a magazine. Okay, and uh, we kind of uh, got chatting, and he's really? he's really good fun, and yeah. and so and he just got into running really, right, and was beginning to think actually I might be quite good at this. Okay. <laughs> It's all about the boy has done quite well, yeah. and uh, yeah, and so we've worked over the years together on his form and, and you know on his movement, and it's mm. been amazing to kind of track his success. Yeah. And I think what's great about Damien is, I mean, you know, he obviously gets a, a year older every year, but seems yeah. to get a year stronger, a year more elastic, yeah, a year absolutely. better, yes. which is exciting for us all, isn't it? Yes, of course it is. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Cool. All right, let's have a little. So, right. what we're going to do. Is what I'm going. Well, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to get you to run around the periphery of the park okay. a couple of times, right? Just to warm up and get moving. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then there's a white line over here. We're going to drop you then onto the white line, get you moving up and down the white line, and okay. I'm going to do the video. Okay, brilliant. Now yeah. your ch- big challenge okay. is that when so when you run for the warm up, um, but certainly when you run for the video analysis, yeah. don't give me your most amazing chariots of yeah, fire. Yeah, 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 of Be course, yourself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pride cuts in, and you want to do well. Oh, okay, no, no, yeah. No, 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 Obviously, last. No. Run of the day, Kipchoge-esque. Can you just first. run that while I run? Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, well, just be yourself. <laughs> I'll know. I'll know. Be, it's not going to make great. No, 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 I've just been yeah. driving. So Ease yourself in. Be ease Absolutely. Yourself. So I'm just sort of running. Running now. Feeling a little bit stiff. Obviously, the idea of me showing off is... Faintly ridiculous. Normally, when I start to run, my back's a bit stiff. That takes a bit of easing out. This is if I haven't warmed up. I'm coming off an hour and a half drive. <laughs> Slightly disappointing. I would heartily recommend Shane's book. We haven't quite got into the meat of it yet, but he's been travelling around the world, analysing form helping and learning from world-class athletes. And the last start of running, it's a really well-written, inspirational book. So get down your local independent bookshop and buy it. No refunds! So I haven't clarified that. Maybe we'll provide refunds. trying not to show off. Okay. So, I suppose I should tell you recent, a little bit of recent injury. Just about to have that chat, yeah. Okay. Left knee? Off my knee, yeah. My knee knee just had a, just meniscus strain, not a tear. Mm Mm-hmm. Just got better, just started to run pain-free. But I'm aware that I'm just not moving as naturally on my left side. Sure. So, so that compensating we were yeah, talking about earlier. Sort of, 
a, a slight sort of limp. My pelvis is a bit out of tilt. Mm-hmm. There's lots going on. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I like a contraindication. It keeps me. There's lots happening. Yeah, that's good. And yeah. are you are you are you right legged and right right handed? I'm, I'm, I'm right legged, right handed. Yeah. So what that basically means when you're running is actually your left leg is your stabilising leg. Right. Okay. So we've we, you know we, good running is all about balance and symmetry in the yeah. body. But yeah. the challenge is a human actually comes with a stabilising leg and a probing leg or a manipulating leg. Right. So that if you're right footed yeah if you were to kick something you'd yeah. kick it with your right foot that means your left leg is your stabilizing leg yeah. it's almost certainly the leg that you will use to push off if you jump over something right and it actually is on the ground probably for longer more often and so yeah. it takes a bit more of a beating sometimes and so it's very yeah. often you'll see that you know some of the injuries will come on it's that weird side. When I f- it almost like when i when i'm running it feels like it's my it's not bending as much almost like it's a sort of tripod mm. sort of, like, of almost dragging it through as yeah, opposed to it flowing yeah, through yeah yeah yeah, yeah. at yeah. the moment I don't know how much of that is injury but obviously it's it's developed from my style anyway. The injuries developed sure. from my style. I mean, so. you're right, as you said earlier on, when you get injured, if you get a contraindication, the brain jumps in and then starts to compensate. Right. But, you know, the brain never wakes up at 6 o'clock on a Tuesday morning and thinks, I wonder if that injury is gone, let's see. Yes. You could, yeah. you could yeah. fall over at nine years old, sprain your ankle, and take that contraindication with you forever. Right. That's why analysis is really good, because actually yeah. you can maybe look at, if you're not moving the way that you should, actually change that movement and show the brain, Everything's good here. Everything's fine. And then the brain unlock, kind of almost unlocks and lets you make that new movement. And for a while, it might take a, a conscious... To get more conscious about the, about the way you're running, which, okay. which a lot of athletes don't. Sadly. A lot of runners, they're not particularly conscious. Well, they just run and that's it. Yeah, yeah, both the beauty and the nemesis of running is that it's an autopilot thing to a large degree, right, isn't okay. it? So we, that's why we love it, because it's headspace. Yes. But that's not conducive to learning a new skill. Right, okay. So the big thing for you to think about is right. when you leave today and you've got some things to practice, you're not creating new muscle memory by making continuous movements. Muscles don't really remember anything. Right. You're rewriting your software, your brain. Okay, cool. So you're changing the way your brain thinks about that movement, and then that will tell the muscles to to, to create a different movement. So it's a a software rewrite rather than a hardware. What what, what are your initial thoughts on seeing the, the lumber well, I, I the lumber if you were, gates. I was thinking to myself if you if you were absolutely amazing we'd just go and have a flat white and talk about something else but not really we, we haven't done the flat white yet I think there's a little bit of work to be done I, w- I, was, I wasn't showing off imagine how sad to be if that would be my show off mode that would have been one for my private collection okay so all I want you to do yeah. we're going to use this line okay I've got my own line they said I'd never make it, but okay, I've got brilliant. my own line. Yeah. All I want you to do is just move up and down that line at okay. the pace you were going. Okay, cool. Listen for my voice. Yeah. If you hear faster, just speed up a little bit. Okay. If you hear slow, just slow down. I'll guide you. Okay, brilliant. All right. And if you if you see me in front of you, yeah. just keep coming up the line. Okay, brilliant. Okay. I will get out of the way. Okay, right. Okay, okay. fantastic. All right. right. I'll go. I'll go. Perfect. Just be yourself and enjoy. Be yourself. <laughs> be yourself. What's that quote? Originality always comes as the natural prerequisite arriving from the courage to be yourself. Okay. Right, let's let's see. Let's do some running. Excellent. And we'll just speed the next one up a little bit. Okay, cool. All right, now he wants me to speed up. All right, you asked for it, mate. Here we go. Marginally faster. 
he's not a Kenyan, right? He's like, he's like, you the shifter. He's Ethiopian. Last one. Okay. That's real speed and grace. Real speed and grace coming through there. Perfect. Doesn't get much better than that. Good. A variety of speeds. <laughs> Multi- <laughs> multi-talented. <laughs> which do you which do you naturally prefer? The kind of marathon pace, park run pace, or ultra pace? Which, which is there a I one mean, that? I, I normally, to be fair, default to a very slow pace. Mm. I enjoy running very slow. Yeah. Yeah. But you know. <laughs> When I was a kid, you know, I ran a 78-minute marathon when I was younger. At uh, half marathon. Well, that would have been good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, I used to run fast. I, 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 there's still the memory of what it was like to run fast. And I like I like trying to every now and again. Do you know what I mean? I like, yeah. his, I like his, the odd speed session, but it's just... Yeah, and that, the, the default is about nine-minute miles, really. Yeah, and it's interesting because as a, as a human, you know, we, we forget sometimes that, you know, humans were a species, you know, and right. not that long ago we would have been a running around as hunter-gatherers chasing our food. Absolutely, yeah. Now, as humans, we're actually hardwired to be pretty lazy. Lazy in as much as we're always looking to save calories. Right. Because our hunter-gatherer brain hasn't worked out. We can go down to mini Tesco's and buy a sandwich. It yes. still thinks you might have to run for your dinner tomorrow. Right. So it's always yeah. thinking of cunning ways to go for you to go to the path of least resistance, which is basically not do much at all. Right. And that's the big challenge for us these days, because actually we've now got very clever at creating environments where we don't have to actually do too much. Was, was, that, was that almost a... Subtitle to the book, The Lost Art of Running, now that we've got Tesla Express, I think, <laughs> 24 hours. You know, now that there's food available. Exactly. It's all it. changing. <laughs> Absolutely. So, so you will, people naturally default to something that's a little bit slower and a little bit yes. easier because that, that perception of effort would have kept, uh, not wanting to waste calories would have kept you alive 15,000 years ago as a hunter-gatherer because you couldn't have afforded to run around optimistically chasing animals hoping to catch one. Yeah. You'd have had to have gone for a pretty certain bet. Yeah. So what would have kept you alive 15,000 years ago is now an irritation to you as an athlete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Bec- interesting. Is it? Mm. I suppose because I suppose most... Because you, we don't need to run, do we? We choose to run. We choose exactly. to run to have fun now. So exactly. So yeah. So why not run in the best, smoothest way? Do yeah. You know, do you know what I mean? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> We're not being forced out there. So why conserve energy? That that is a really good point, actually. And um, what, <laughs> and, the, and the challenge we have is that when we, you see the thing is, however you're moving this morning, yeah. whether it's efficient or not, and we will discuss. Yes. But whether it's efficient or not, you've got incredibly good at it. Yes, yeah, okay. absolutely, absolutely. Now, yeah. we might look at a slightly different way to move that is technically more efficient, but when you go out and try it, mm. you're not going to be very good at it because you've never done it before. Yes. So the brain makes a pretty quick decision. Do I go with this newfangled thing that seems a, a bit yes. you know, a yeah, bit yeah. dynamic to me? Why don't we just stick with what we're very good at? And it's kind of got a point to a degree. Yeah, 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 yeah. I suppose, I suppose the point I've reached is that, that that's no longer working anymore mm. because I keep breaking down. Yeah, and I can but see... I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but you can see, I'm sure you can see why I'm breaking down and... Yeah, <laughs> well, so, well, so we were talking about that two and a half times your body weight coming back at you. So yeah. Newton's third law, any act yes. is better by an equal and opposite. And because you're decelerating into the ground when you run, mm. it's actually two and a half times your body weight coming back at you. Right. So the way you're landing at the moment 
you're not managing that impact so as well as you could. Okay, so it's right. not really turning into elastic energy and then throwing you forward. Right. It's kind of coming back up into the body and giving you a bit of a hard time. Right. Yeah. yeah okay. So yeah. we, you know, we can make two big. We can change two big things here. We can start to get you more dynamic, getting elastic energy to help propel you, mm. and we can start to manage that impact that's coming back at you better. Okay. Cool. All right. Have you seen yourself run before? Uh, not for a while. No. Uh, it's. I'm, I'm quite self-conscious about watching myself in any manifestation, yeah, to be sure. honest. I think most people uh, are, but, to be but, honest. But, you know, I know it's, I know it's useful, so yeah, mm. I'm more than willing to... Yeah, and more. well done for just running the way you run, because you... You, you, you <laughs> can't... <laughs> Well, you can't can tell what people are acting. And you, you, it's, it's, so, it's so refreshing to see someone not, not trying to run well for me. Unless you're, unless you're a really clever actor and you outfoxed no, me. No, it's like a double bluff. Yeah, no, exactly. No, that, exactly. That, that's, that's the, uh, the, the natural, that's you. The natural state oh, at the moment. Okay, okay. So, here we are. So, this is you. So, I'm just going to actually... I'm just going to... Go through this in slow motion. Okay. You tell me what you see. Okay. Okay. Because this today is all about you starting to take ownership of your movement. Okay. Cool. I see slightly lumbering head down, which is yeah. Head definitely head down. down. Yeah. That down's not so not so good, is it? And, and that's quite. Ex I mean, anything we find today is exciting, quite frankly, because we get to mm. change it. Mm. But your head position when you run absolutely is right. is causing you huge amounts of issues is it really so the human head weighs five kilos right okay there or thereabouts okay for every inch forward the head comes it weighs another five kilos what yeah wow. so you're running around with a 20 kilo head there <laughs> okay now that's like but actually because i was trying to run on the line of <laughs> I'm, I'm joking i'm joking i'm joking now actually it, the, technically the head doesn't get any heavier it's a it's a moments thing in physics but it, it's a referred weight but right. actually it goes down to the neck and down the spine so when you're running with your head in that position it's the equivalent of running around with a small child or a big dog on your back mm. Mm, it's, okay. it, it makes a huge difference. Yeah. And also, your inner ear, your vestibular area, that's where a lot of your balance and spatial awareness comes from. Right. And a human is designed to be stood upright with its okay. head up, eye line on the horizon. So your balance and your spatial awareness starts to go. I, I wonder whether... So, sorry to jump mm. I wonder whether it might be the style that, that I do, the sort of shuffling style, might actually inform that a little bit. Because part of that is, when I run, is that... I don't want to trip over like tree roots or blood. And part of the reason why I'm more susceptible to that is because I'm not lifting my feet up enough anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. The one leads to the other a bit. I do. And, yeah. and what's really interesting is if we watch how actually how you're landing, as you can see, you're kind of leading with the heel. Yeah. yeah. You just yeah. see yeah. when the foot lands, it, the heel, heel is the first the thing to hit right. the ground. Yeah. Now, what's really interesting is we were talking about the foot being the interface between you and the ground. If we look at your foot... There is your foot. Now, on the bottom of your foot, you have got a quarter of a million nerve endings. Right. Okay, there are more yeah. nerves in your feet than there are your hand. Right. There are two types of nerve endings, extra receptors. They're telling you how hard you hit the ground and what the ground felt like. Was it mm. bumpy, soft, mm. rocky, moving? Mm. And then you have proprioceptors in that nerve network. They're telling you about your spatial awareness yeah. and your perceived rate of exertion, how hard you're trying. Okay. So every time your foot hits the ground, you get loads of exciting information about the terrain you're running over. Right. Now, as you can see, that nerve network is very dense on the forefoot, okay. and then it just starts to thin out, thin out, thin out, thin out. 
nothing much on the nothing heel. Nothing on the heel. Right. So your first point of contact, yeah. you've learned nothing about the ground that you've made contact with. Right. Now, there's a big, okay. I think there's a big correlation between people landing on the heel and not understanding what they're landing on, and their want to look down and understand. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You right. don't actually see and hear your movement. That goes on in a dark, silent mm. skull. Mm. So if we can get what I call a tripod landing, and we're going right. to do this today, okay. no problem. Right. Then, as you can imagine, if we got a tripod landing, the whole of the foot coming down at the same time, every single one of those nerve endings straight away, mm. sending lots of beautiful information, information. up into your body, okay. telling you, yeah, if you went to work tomorrow and only had half the information you'd normally get, mm. You mm. start making some pretty rubbish decisions. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The body's no different. Yeah, okay. Cool. The body's no different. Right. So, yeah, we uh, that head position yeah. must, that must, was the first, must. I must say that was the first thing I saw. Oh, no. It's quite, quite acute, that. Right. And what's also really exciting for us as runners is that we have connective elastic tissue that runs from underneath our feet all the way up through our body, actually right up into the top of our skull. Right, okay. It's called fascia. Right, okay. And if we can get ourselves into a tall, beautiful, elegant position when we're running, mm. we load that elastic system. Right. So I always use this toy to kind of describe that. Mm. The wood is your bones. Yeah. And your bones are essentially just free-flowing in a sea of elasticity, right. tendons, ligaments, and myofascia. Okay. If you get beautifully tall, then you start to move with elastic right. recoil. Okay. If you run around with your head down... There's no elasticity. Right. You've okay. pulled the teeth. Now your muscles have got to hold you up as scaffolding, mm. and the muscles have got to do all the propulsion. Right. And okay. they can't. Right. They won't. They will. They'll the brain rebel. will jump in and stop it. Okay. Because it's not efficient. Okay. So, and the, the heel strike, is, it, is, is that related to speed heel strike? I always think that, it uh, got more acute as you went faster. Did it really? Yeah. So Be I landed more on my heel the faster way. Yeah, absolutely oh, did. That's, that's disappointing, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that's really disappointing. Your face. I thought I, I thought I'd become. I thought I was a, more of a forefooter uh, when I was going faster. But no, it's good to it's good to know, isn't well, it? Well, so so the, <laughs> so the reason that you're heel striking more as you go faster is you're lengthening your stride to go faster, mm. but you're lengthening it out in front of you. Right. The okay. reason you think that you are landing more on your forefoot as you go faster is the nerve network is dense on the forefoot. Right. So. Actually, as you go faster, you hit the ground harder. Right. You feel that forefoot more. Okay. So your overriding sensory memory of the footfall is of the forefoot right. because okay. you didn't feel the heel first because right. okay. there's no nerves on it. Right. So that's why a little bit of video mm. can be amazing. And everybody should be doing this. Yes. Everybody should be buddying up, going outside and, having a look at themselves. and videoing yeah. each other. Yeah. Absolutely. It's so empowering. I use lots of very clever sensors and stuff for my work, mm. but the most... The, the the thing that's the most telling is video analysis, okay. and we've all got a we've all got something in our pocket that's never more than a meter away from us yes. that we yeah. can take out mm. and okay. use to video. Interesting, yeah. and and, um, and is the I suppose we'll see we'll see more if we look straight on the the left right side. Is that something that's is that related to elasticity, or is that just is that my body just overcompensating a bit? Well, is I think yeah. So we, we talked on the we talked on your your left right side about your left side being your kind of stabilising yes. side. Yeah. You're definitely you're you're right in your thought process that you're almost just pulling that that mm. that left leg through. Right. Yeah. You're almost okay. kind of just dragging that through a little bit. I think we can see that on the video. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
it just isn't quite as dynamic. No. I mean, we're off, all dynamism in my running style is relative at the moment. Of course, yeah. <laughs> and, and listen, we're it's, coming from a low base. Exactly. <laughs> but, that, but, it's, but it's quite exciting because actually any mileage you start to build, yeah. if we can get that on good form, mm. you know, not only are you not going to be damaging yourself, you're actually going to be building the strength specifically where you need it by loading the body the most in the right way. Very serious expression on my face. Yeah, I was nervous. I was run without yeah. falling over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you <laughs> follow the line, follow the line. <laughs> one job, one, one job. And if you had fallen, I would have had it on video. So that would have been great. Unfortunately, you did it. You stayed up, right? Yeah. So, so, but I don't see, I think if we get that thought process of you landing well. Okay. And, and what's really important is how the foot leaves. I mean, do you ever think about how the foot leaves the ground? No, no. It's, it it's completely fundamental. Right. Okay. So I want you okay. to start to think of your stride as a curve. Right. Because it kind of is, isn't it? Right. You leave the ground, you go into the air, yeah. and then you land. Right. So we're, almost, we're always trying to make the most beautiful curve that we can. We create big curves to go fast, little curves to go slow, and everything in between. Mm. We don't want a bell curve yeah. because okay. that's not efficient. Yeah. yeah? Okay. We want... The, we want Beautiful air in our run, mm. but we want a good forward trajectory in that air to allow us to have the most efficient so movement. It's more of a curve as opposed to a, a sort of glide, isn't it? A lot of runners look for a light to, to be off the ground for as l- least time as possible. They do. Now, here's the thing. So if your stride is a curve yeah. and you limit the amount of height you get in that curve, you can Sorry. only have a little curve. Yeah. And that's where we've got to now, mm. is everybody is moving around, trying to suck themselves down to the ground and are giving themselves no air to play with, okay. which means you can pretty much only land on a heel on a straight leg. Right. Because there was no air. Right. And that's a walking gait. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's how a human... So when a human walks, it lands on a heel on a straight mm. leg and okay. rolls through. Yeah. So many of us now... In fact, over the 4,000 runners that I've worked with since I started doing this research, Mm. 84% of them heel strike on a straight leg. Interesting. Right. So we are, and this is Europe as well and America, we are in the Western world to a large degree running, but with a walking gait. Uh, And how does that relate to uh, strides per minute? Because that's seen as an efficient way to to maximise, to get more... Steps in per minute, isn't it? A nice quick cadence. Yeah, cadence. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So, cadence, how many times our feet hit the ground Mm -hmm. in a minute? What's a good good cadence, do we think? Um, To be honest, I don't know. All I know is when I was running fast, I was getting... Your cadence was getting getting more in. Yeah, yeah. And I was aware. I was consciously... I don't know if you know uh, an athlete called... uh, um, Cova, Cova from the eighties, the Italian ten thousand meter run. Well, he was very. I was. He was very quick, very, very, very quick. When I was watching him as a kid, I just thought he's got a really quick cadence tempo. So I was, I was just kind of do loads of light, quick steps yes. when I'm fit, when yes. I'm fit and fast. Yeah, yeah, sure. But maybe that's not the way. Maybe that's well, not the way to think about it. So. so what's happened over the years is, if if my research over those four thousand runners is is anything to go by. Mm then 84% of people are overstriding Lang on here on a straight right. leg. Yeah. With a 163 cadence, that was yeah. the mean figure for the cadence okay, as well. Right. Okay. Now, so what coaches started to do was think, right, okay, I don't want my runner landing on a heel on a straight mm. leg and overstriding. Yeah. I'm going to get them to run with a really fast cadence, yeah. which will shorten the stride. So they never overstride. So they right. don't overstride. Right. But now you've got a short stride. Yeah. And yeah. if you want to go quicker, which yeah. we kind of all do, you yeah. know, as well as efficiency, we, we yeah. want a little bit of Absolutely, speed. Yeah. We have to do that with 
stride length. Because when, when you see the uh, when you see world class um, African distance runners, it's like they're bouncing, isn't it? Well, because they, like, they are. It's like it's, it's 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 like it's almost like a series of jumps, isn't it? I it mean, is. The stride length is running. It looks it, incredible. Running is a sequence of one-legged posture stances. You kind of are bouncing. Yeah. So this is in is it I, Iten? Is this it? is in Iten? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We're looking at footage now of uh, distance runners doing doing intervals, and it's like, yeah, perfect. Also, really extended rear leg as they set off. Well, you talk me through it. I mean, what 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 what, yeah. what we're looking at here? Yeah. So so essentially, so if we look at all of their footfalls because they're moving in complete harmony together. So if we look at yeah. all of their footfalls, all on that tripod landing. Yeah. On a relatively soft knee. Yeah. Yep. So that's so that tripod landing is giving them the stability. It's giving them the proprioception and it's building that, el that elastic energy. So yeah. as the knee softens, they hold that elastic energy and then it springs Push off again. them off. Push but off. look how tall and elegant they are. Look at yes. all their head positions. Yes. Yeah, yeah, if yeah, we yeah. superimposed you in there mm. at this moment in time, you'd kind of look like maybe... slightly jarring. It would look, yeah, it would. <laughs> and so when you put a pair of trainers on, and if you had to write the top 10 things about yourself, elegant might not be one of them. I don't yeah. know. You'd yeah. have to decide that. Mm. But when you put a pair of trainers on, and I really do mean this, Mm. I want you to think about being elegant. Okay. Tall, elegant. Tall within your body. Right. Yeah. A sort of high bit, bit of a high chest going on. Yeah, we're going to talk. We're going to talk about your centre line. So what right. we're going to do to create this elegance in you is give you something to think about called your centre line. Okay. And your centre line is an imaginary line, and it runs from your belly button up through your abdomen, up through your chest, underneath the chin, to the top of your head. Right, okay. okay? okay. And when you run, that centre line, I want you to open that up and put a bow into that centre line. Okay, right. And because when you look at the runners in a 10, they've got that bow, that bow, right. that bow, that yeah, bow. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's a slight forward lean, isn't it? It like absolutely is. It is. Yeah. And actually, as you go more through the coaching, you can actually learn to use lean as a gearing system so right. you can actually put more lean in to go faster okay. and bring lean out to go right. slower okay. now this is a really important thing to think about here because these are, these runners move beautifully yep yes. they do yeah. they've run together train together yeah. lift together do everything together mm. for three years yeah and they yeah. move like each other yeah what i don't show you is the two at the back okay now the two at the back give us all hope because they haven't they are overstriding yeah bending from the waist, yeah. they're not moving like the other six yeah, yeah, yeah. because they're new to the camp. Right. Now, right. they are going to learn to run like the other guys, mm. but it won't be coached. Mm. They'll just follow, they're following them. They drop into the group. Right. So being in the group, being surrounded by the group, by osmosis, by flow, by the power of the group, mm. by mimicking, mm. they start to adopt this movement. So it's very much a nurture thing. Right. It's not just nature. Mm. So mm. you don't have to have grown up in a tent to yeah. move beautifully. Yeah. And that's a really serious message because yeah, yeah, I think sometimes yeah. we think, well, you know, I'm not, a, I'm that, not built like a runner. That's I'm not right. a runner. Yeah. We can yeah. all move in this way. Mm. We'll, you know, we, we might not be world record holders, but that doesn't matter. But we can create these movements mm. ourselves okay. and take them to where they can take us. So how we, how, so to start this story off, to change everything, we need to think about how that foot's leaving the ground. Right. Okay. So what I want you to do for me yeah. is just to go back outside and just okay. do one little lap. Yeah. And all I want you to tell me yeah. when you're out doing that lap is when your foot leaves the ground, do you pull your foot away from the ground? Okay. Or do you push off 
from the ground. Okay. That's all I want to know. Right. Nothing else. Just that. Do I push or do I pull? Right. Well, as, as it leaves... As, As it, it leaves, leaves the ground. Right, okay. And don't burn any calories on the right answer. We'll learn the right answer. But okay. we want to start <laughs> We want to start understanding your defaults. And we want you to get good at drilling into your body okay. to understand what's going on. Okay, cool. All right. Let me do see. I push or do I pull? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well... It feels that I pull. <laughs> That's basically it. Yeah. It feels that I'm pulling into the ground as opposed to pushing off. Well, it feels that I'm, it feels that my natural default is to pull into the ground as opposed to push off. Okay, so That's sort of psychologically, how it feels. I mean, so you so once your once your foot leaves the ground, you're more pulling away from the ground as opposed to. Well, no, it, it feels it feels like I'm not propelling myself off the ground. I'm pulling yes. myself into it. Yes, excellent, good. Yeah, that is it. So yeah. you're propelling yourself into the ground essentially by hitting it. Yes, but when you leave, yeah. you're really just pulling that foot away yes, from the ground. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, not yeah. using the ground as a lever. No, absolutely not, no. Now, if your stride is a curve, yeah. you leave the ground, you go into the air, and then you land, Yeah. it okay. would probably make sense to use the ground as a lever to help push off push to off make this beautiful curve. Right. Okay. So at the moment, you're trying yeah. to create a curve yeah. by pulling away from the ground. Right. You can't just rely on hitting the ground. You are going to create some elastic energy when you hit the ground, but you're not a rubber ball. That's not going to then just right. throw you into the air. And the, and the soft, the, I noticed you mentioned the soft knee. Mm. You're looking for, that just means not a straight leg. Really. Abs com completely, yeah, right. absolutely. And as we start to change your stride and change this curve that your stride goes through, we'll start to see a softer okay. knee. Okay. Okay, good. So now what I'd like you to do for me is go back outside right. and I want you to actively push off. Okay. I want you to make sure that you use the ground as a lever to push off. Okay. What I'd like to know is when you come back, I'd like you to draw for me on left foot and right foot where you're actually pushing off from. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. So the ground, the ground is now a lever. The ground, yeah. The ground is now a lever. You're now going to use that ground to push yourself off from. Okay. So where do you naturally do it? Left may well be different from right, but okay. it doesn't have to be. Okay. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health 
Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. It feels more... feels more coming from a right, maybe, more... Did you? Maybe. I mean, Maybe. I don't know how that felt when you did it, but it was a lot more dynamic, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, it felt what, yeah, what yeah, you yeah. were actually it, using it felt that ground. more dynamic, yeah. yeah. Okay, let's Just draw. That, that sort of let's draw it. Perception change of the ground as a lever as opposed to a force constantly dragging me into. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dragging me down. Sounds a bit sinister. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so so right foot, left foot, as if you were looking into a mirror. Where would right. you where do you kind of feel as though you act, actually push off from? My right foot. Round there. Perfect. Yeah. And then left side. Left side's a little bit more a little bit more central. Okay. This is when I'm sort of a bit more for, forefront. Sort of lever, sort of lever mode. Yeah, um, yeah, that's how it felt. Okay, good. So, yeah, so, 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 so my, my my left foot felt like it's a bit more central, bit 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 more central, and the right more towards the sort of inner, inner inner forefront. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good, good. You know, your ability to be the best athlete you can be is largely based on your ability to drill down into your body and ask right. yourself questions. Right. Okay. Just give me a thinking athlete over a strong one any right. day. Okay. So, we'll just take one foot, because we want the same from both. Yeah. We know we want to land on the outer tripod. We are going to sort that out shortly. Right, okay. What we want to do is leave from what I would call... Right, right in the middle there. That inner tripod, yeah. Right, okay. So, the inner tripod is essentially a point underneath the ball of the big toe, right. out to the, what would be a ball underneath the little toe, okay. and then comes in to the arch. Now, I don't overly expect you to feel that point of the tripod, mm. but I want you to feel here, here. The, yeah, underneath, underneath the big so, toe, little toe, but midway through the foot. That's foot. it, that meaty right. part of the foot, if you right. like. Okay. That's where I want you to feel you push off from right. an even weight across the okay. foot. It's not your toes, because that would be too well, no. traumatic. Well, it would. Yeah. And, but, you yeah. know, don't we hear all the time about towing off? All yes. of, you yeah. know, Some of these, the, the glossaries we have in running and the, and the terms we have, like knee lift and towing yeah. off, they're actually detrimental, really, to, okay. to, to our movement. Okay. So you're absolutely right. Your toes cannot propel you into the air tens right. of thousands of times yeah. in a run. This can, this okay. tripod effect can. We haven't mentioned my Morton's toe Stop showing off. I've got, I've got, I've got, I've got, I've got Morton, Morton. So it's called on, on both sides. On both sides. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it would normally be on both sides. Causes me, 
it wasn't a problem. And then as a, as a mileage runner, it became a problem when I was preparing for my marathon. But right. it feels like something I manage. I don't know. Hopefully this can help. I think me. if I you, but like, yes, I think so. Because I think if you land well and distribute the weight and mm. you leave well and distribute the weight, no mm. particular part of your foot is going to have to Let's do so. too right. much. So, yeah. So, I, so I'm looking and landing on that chunky bit of the midfoot. Not landing on it, no. leaving from it. Leaving from it. Okay. Yes. Okay. Le- that's, where you, that's, your, that's where you propel. That's your lever. Okay. That's your lever point. So, so, so should I focus on no, landing? Don't well. worry about landing. Okay, cool. The reason we need to get the push-off right first is to give you some air to get the landing right. Okay, cool. So All we'll right. do it in the order okay, that will cool. help you. All right, okay. So can you push off even weight across that foot? Okay, cool. trying it's not easy yeah it's not easy is it in what in, but it's in, better though it immediately feels better in what respect is it not it so tell me just about to focus on to focus on the part of your foot that that propels you off the ground it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's different a new feeling, it's new it yeah. is yeah. yeah it's not natural yeah it is actually natural for it's a natural, human to do that yeah. but it isn't natural for you at this moment when you've been doing it because you've been doing way. it a different way yeah. and this is where it becomes a, a, a software rewrite right so you're you know you're once we release you into the community to practice this stuff <laughs> your kind of job is to, is to try and be as cognitive as Behold, you can he is released <laughs> 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 your, job, your job is to then be as cognitive as you can in the early stages yes, to, yeah. re, to rewrite that software. Yeah, yeah. I'd right. imagine my style immediately looks a bit different. Honestly, yeah. I'm, not jo- I'm, not, I'm not joking. Yeah. It, yeah. it brings a massive smile to my face because yeah. the moment you start to actually use the ground as a lever and think about pushing off, everything just gets changes, a little bit better. Changes, and yeah. you yeah. instinctively get taller because yeah. you want some elastic energy to push you off as well. And if you get tall, you get elastic. Yeah. Nobody bends from the waist when they're skipping. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it, it immediately feels a bit different. Yeah, certainly. Now, you've got to be a little bit careful here because the soft tissues are going to have something to say about this mm. just suddenly becoming dynamic and yes. East African is could be a challenge for you tomorrow yes, morning. of course. So you've got to listen to your body and yeah. manage because any new movement you are breaking down soft tissues and they've got to rebuild and that can cause so stiffness done, and pain. It's to be done sort of gradually. Little and often. Right. Little and often. Okay. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. So and do I need to be eating that? Is it what's the rice dish? Is it ugali? Ugali. ugali. Well you can if you want to. <laughs> have you have you ever had some? I've never had any, no. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so it's like they absolutely the, the, the Kenyans absolutely swear, but it's a spiritual thing as much as it is a carbohydrate. Right. I mean right. it, it's maize flour and water essentially. Right. But okay. it doesn't taste as nice as even that as, might as you sound. Want it to. No. <laughs> and when, actually when I go to the I mean they absolutely swear by it, and I do eat it when I'm living in the in the training camps. Right. Um, okay. but it's not the tastiest meal ever okay. but uh, absolutely <laughs> they love it. I did actually suggest putting something in it once yeah, but nearly you ended it myself <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I was nearly the ingredient so, but it's yeah amazing amazing stuff they, they absolutely swear by it so if your stride is a curve mm. and you create big curves to go fast and little curves to go slow how do you create a big curve as opposed to a little curve what's the what's the big influence do we think Based on what you've just done, um, the, the, your propulsion. How hard you push off? Mm. 
So we tend to run faster by just actually trying harder, back, gripping back, back, more, back, back, back. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. spinning our legs over quicker. Well, right. what if going faster was largely about how much you pushed off from the ground? Big push off to go fast, little push off to go slow. Do you know what? You're, you're, this this is striking. It's uh, it's rupturing my <laughs> one of my core um, philosophies. When everyone tells me how to run a quicker park run, for instance, I always say. Have you thought about moving your legs faster? But obviously, you're you're saying that's not, you're saying it's more complicated. I think it's a little bit. I think it's a little bit simpler than that. Because if you just start spinning you're around like the Roma trademark man, you're messing with my brand. <laughs> this, this doesn't have to go out. <laughs> yeah, I think right. so. Now, actually, as you start to run faster and, and, and get more dynamic, your cadence, your legs will. Your, your cadence will speed up. Speed up naturally. Because yeah. your ground contact time will right. start to plummet. Right. That's a, so, so that, that's a huge part of it, isn't it? Try to diminish the time you spend in contact with the ground. Every runner, me, you, Kipchoge, every runner, we're all trying to do the same thing. It doesn't matter what speed we're running, what, what surface we're running on. We're all trying to reduce the ground contact time, mm. maximise the flight time, the curve time, the air time. That's what we're all trying to do. Efficient Fire. movement Fire. is being in the air as much as you can be Brilliant. and on the ground for as less time as you can be. So when people say, how can I run part run, I should say maybe fly faster. Just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's see what... Well, I know. Just walk off and just watch them thinking. <laughs> okay. But yeah, more air time. That's, yeah. that's what our park runs. And that is the person who's trying to break 15 minutes for the park run. It's also the person who wants to do it in 30 minutes. Mm. The, the, the ratios will be different, but yeah. we're all trying to do the yes. same thing. You go to a park run and sit at the end mm. and just watch everybody come in from first to last. Mm. It's not a coincidence. The people that come in first look like those Africans. Absolutely. And the people that come in towards the end are yeah. more shuffling. Yeah. That's just the way it's going to be. It's not odd. Yeah. It's not odd. Mm. And, and, and look more tired. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we must... The person who's listening to thinking, well, yes, well, I do want to do it in 30 minutes, but I can't run like a Kenyan. Movement is movement. Yes. You, and, you know, things you can apply. There are... The, yeah. the general thing of landing on a tripod, leaving on a tripod, having a tall, elegant posture with your head up, eye line on the horizon, and using your arms well. They are within absolutely everybody's grasp. And because it's a movement skill, you just practice it and you get better and better at it. So would you say, because obviously I'm training at the moment and I don't want to massively reduce my mileage, but it's something that you could you could experiment with during, during runs. Of course, and, yeah. And try and gradually change the, yeah. the percentage of sort of conscious yeah. running to... Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, blending of it. I know exactly what you mean. And, and it's a challenge because yeah. because it's a software right? Mm. Really, you need the, the the good movement to start outweighing the bad yes. movement. Yeah. Otherwise, you never really rewrite yeah, your software. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose it's a question of how... I mean, like if I'm running five miles tomorrow, what would you suggest? I, I, I start off trying to, like we've discussed today, or do I do it after... Like warm up for a couple of miles and then do it or what, what's the most efficient way in terms of retraining your software well, I don't know whether you want to hear this or not but what I would say to you is is that if you set off on your five miles so we want you moving good straight away mm. Mm. so as soon as you set off you think about everything that we're going to give you as your homework after mm. today mm. and you might get a mile in and you might start to feel 
tired because mm-hmm. your perception of effort's going to go up. You're going to be using yes. bits of the body you yeah. don't normally and your brain's going to be trying to stop you. Mm. Well, then when you get to that mile and you're feeling cardiovascularly challenged and you think the concentration's going, just walk for a couple of hundred meters. Cool. And then reset yourself and then run again. Because that that. way, you're you're either rewriting new running software or you're walking. It's like an old girlfriend saying, I'm not going back to you. This is toxic. It's not working. It's not working for us both. (laughs) Exactly. This is my new friend. Exactly. And and this, it feels that you need to, this incorporates in it the idea of warming up a bit more before you start. Because for me, the first couple of miles of a run, it's it's basically... (coughs) My body coming alive a little bit. Same for so everybody. Stiff and cranky, and yeah. do you know what I mean? So, yeah. so you'd advise just warming up. Yeah, I 10, mean, fifteen minutes before you move. Absolutely. Back d- work and yeah, and I think w- what we did today before you ran for the video analysis was just got you to do two loops of the park, mm. just nice and easy, just moving the body. Mm. You know, that's nice and specific. Yeah, yep, that's yeah. nice and specific. And then, yeah, go into the run. Okay. You know, you are going to be challenged with soft tissues kind of shouting, saying, hey, we don't normally yeah, do this. Why are you suddenly getting yeah. us to do this? We don't want to do it. Yeah, okay. okay. They're, they're going to have something to say about that. Okay, so we have this newfound relationship with the ground where we're actually using it now as yeah. a lever yeah. to propel ourselves into the air. You've yeah. got, you are going to now have more air. Right. Okay. And we're going to be thinking about this bow in your center line. So actually, when you push off from the ground, if you've got this beautiful bow, that's right. going to ensure that you get more forward trajectory okay. in the air that you've created. So it's, it's not. It's. It's almost leading slightly with the chest. Completely. That's right. exactly what it is. Okay. Right. We're told a lot that we must get those hips forward. But if we all run around thrusting our hips forward, mm. then actually we're leaving our upper body behind us. Right. So the centre line, the line from the belly button to the top of the head, that's what leads the run. Suddenly gravity is your friend. Yeah, and the hips are slightly behind that. The hips will come forward. If you watch, obviously people listening can't see this, but if I I open up that bow in my centre line, my hips do come forward. Right. So they will come forward. That will help to get the pelvis in a more neutral position and engage the core. Right. Okay. Okay, so... I'm just going to show you this guy. Now, I just want you to, again, I just want you to watch, just like you did yourself, mm. I want you to watch this guy a couple of times okay. and tell me what, tell, jump, tell me what, I see. what right. jumps out at you. Right. Yeah. Well, he's got a more open stride, bit of bounce to him. His head's in the right place. Mm-hmm. It's not quite as relaxed as uh, the item mm. group. Interesting, but, but, isn't but it? But he's got a, he's got a bit, a bit more, slight, slight more stiffness sort of straight back, a bit more of a straight back, perhaps. Yeah. Um, it looks like he's expanding a bit more energy, but he's got a bounce to it. It's, 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 it's quite a dynamic style. Yes, it is. Nice and dynamic. Big yeah. stride length. Yeah. Actually, he's all right. His back's not too bad, actually, is it? He's, 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 looking, he's looking pretty decent there, isn't he? He's it? got that beautiful, yeah. elegant yeah. bow in that centre mm. line. Yeah. yeah. He's really thinking about that. Mm. Now, if we, if we watch him, so he pushes off yeah. from his inner tripod, yeah. and then he goes into the A. He's now starting... His curve, isn't it? He's yes. going into the air. And as he goes through the air, and he's got a big forward trajectory within that mm. air. Now, at this point in the stride, it looks like he's going to do what you were doing earlier, which is landing on a heel on a straight leg out in front of him. Right. But he doesn't. He doesn't, no. Because... I thought it was a bit more of a four-footer. thinking right. in his mind, as he goes through the air, that leg needs to circle and cycle back okay. underneath him. So as he lands, he pulls it back underneath, 
tripod landing, soft knee, pushes off from the inner tripod back into the next elegant position. So at the moment, your stride length is Mm. dictated by how far you can actually land in front of you. And at some point, you're going to run out of Mm. stride length because you can't physically get your leg any further landing in front of you. Right. This guy's stride length is limited by how long he can hang in the air. In the air. Yeah. So all bets are off. He can, mm. he can have a, he can have a two-meter stride length mm. because he pushes off from his inner tripod, goes through the air with this elegant pose, and then as he goes through the air, he just circles that leg back underneath right. him before he lands okay. to get the tripod. Right. So it's, a, so, so, it's, so, it's, so it's your leg, it's, your, it's your, your leg that's coming through, going out, and then back in again. Circles, but pulls okay. back underneath you while right. you're in the air, okay. which is why we need air to play with. Right, okay. Kind of makes sense in theory. It does make th- sense in theory. Yeah, it looks um, quite energy. Looks quite energy heavy, doesn't it? Quite energy consumptive. But it might. Be, it's obviously one of those things that it, you get used to. Well, it's it's actually once once you once, once you can move in this way. From the ground, yeah, you you're, yeah. Initially, yeah. when you go out in a minute, it's going to feel very energetic, without yeah. a doubt. Yeah. But once you can do it, once your soft tissues adapt to being more springy and once you're using more gravity and more air mm. and more of that Achilles tendon spring to, to send you off, you're actually using a lot less muscle power, mm. which means you need a lot less oxygen right. and calories. Okay. But of course, we have to transition to that. Yes, yeah, yeah. Are you going to do some filming? I am. <laughs> we'll add a, a soundtrack accordingly once we've seen the video. So, am I gonna, shall I go for the whole thing here? Do you think? Oh, completely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, but do a little loop. Right. Just yeah, yeah, do yeah. a little loop to warm up, up before yeah. you become Kenyan. Yeah. Cool. Nice, nice guy. Simple directions. Looks good. It's a question of whether you can do it. Whether you can change the way your your body's developed to run. For me, it's going to be about getting rid of the slight obsessions. I try and run faster with strikes per minute and cadence. Chest out, head up. One more, one more lap. No problem. <laughs> you take as many as you like, sir. It's your session. Yeah. The chest forward thing is something that naturally happens to me when I'm getting a good, hitting a bit of pace. But undoubtedly, as I've got older, I've tended to hunker down a little bit, head down, chest down. Just sort of pootling along, but in a way that's not biomechanically at all efficient. And it's just led to loads of injuries. So let's uh, give Shane a bit of a demo now. My impression of a 22-year-old Kenyan distance runner who runs a sub-13 5K, leading with the chest, relaxed head facing forward, using the ground to propel myself, cycling with the legs. That's going to be a tough one. This is going to be fairly disastrous. That's it. Nice bow in the centre line, pushing off, circling, cycling the leg. Beautiful. 
the cycling the leg thing it's quite a nice doesn't feel as unnatural as I thought it would shall I do one more what shall I do one more one more please okay. yep it doesn't feel as unnatural that's it nice and tall nice push off circle the leg Yeah, it doesn't feel that unnatural. It feels pretty tiring. <sighs> Gonna say the, uh, just as a thought, initial thought, the cycling of the leg mm. doesn't feel that unnatural, actually. Unnatural. Doesn't feel no. that unnatural. No, it, it feels a bit tiring initially. It is. Just uh, on the yeah. quads or whatever. I don't know whether that's just well, my we're quads gonna, anyway. Well, you're using your quads to get the leg up in front of you, which is not the correct thing to do. And we right, are going to okay. work on that. So that's right. good. Well done for, for calling that. Yeah, because yeah, like yeah. I said, your ability to drill down and understand. So you're now questioning. Right. You're now asking yourself questions and right. almost now self-diagnosing after right. an hour. Okay. That's good. Yeah. That's good. But it does, as I say, it didn't feel as unnatural as I, th as I thought it might do. So. And it's when we're talking about cycling the leg, yeah. if, you, if you and I jumped on a couple of mountain bikes now and went off for a cycle, if we tried to cycle with a straight leg, clearly we're not going to go anywhere. Yes. It's the knee going through that motion yes. that, is the, yeah. that allows the circling cycling yes. to happen. Yeah. So the, obviously your soft knee's got more elasticity in it. Well, when we're talking about the soft knee, we're talking about landing on the tripod and the knee being softer when you land to allow that elastic energy that you've created to be stored with that nice soft knee mm. to then spring off again. Right. If you're landing on a straight leg out in front of you, that's pretty rigid and there's not really any elastic. It's a break as well. Isn't yeah, it? a big yeah. break. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. And you don't want your running to be a series of push breaks, push breaks. No. But actually this morning you were breaking but not accelerating because yeah. there was no push-off. Yeah. If we turn on your accelerator and take away your brake, mm. only yeah. one thing can happen, really. Look out at my local park. Oh, room. my That's goodness. Look, who's this yeah. guy? Yeah. Who's, who's <laughs> this player? Everything. Who's this fella? <laughs> never seen him before. We've seen him out of the, the pavilion in Goring. We've got in a yellow, <laughs> yellow coat, some guru guy. We've got a, we've got a hustler. He's living off. He's living off. He's handing out ugali after the park runs yes. and saying it's nice. <laughs> with, with paprika as an optional <laughs> comes with a series of uh, additives. Okay. Ah. Better head, Much better head and chest. I'll Absolutely. Look, look, I mean, if I'll nothing look. else, your race photos are going to look better, look even if you better. don't go any look quicker. A better. Slightly, slightly more down, and a, just a, a, not quite right yet, but almost like the sort of str you're getting that shape that you mm. associate with. Yes. Just in the air a bit. I'm getting in the air a bit. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You're actually now in the air. Yeah. Yeah. So a bigger stride because you're in the air going forward more, but actually when the foot lands. Nice. Right. No okay. heel. Okay. Yeah, you've got it back. So you've actually covered more area going forward. Right. But when you land, because that foot has now come back underneath you, mm. you've taken away the heel strike. So mm. you've put mm. 10 centimetres on your stride mm. Mm. and taken away the heel strike. You've had your cake and eat it. Mm. Mm. Awesome. Yeah. And as I, as I say, it didn't feel, it didn't feel too, too crazy, you know. And what you will see as well is that leg behind you just coming up that little bit higher just snapping up snapping back over yeah because you've got more of 
this. Like the roadrunner to Mm. a degree. Mm. You know, if you almost Mm. think of it as the roadrunner, you're pushing off, you're going forward through this beautiful curve, and then you're circling, cycling your legs underneath you like the roadrunner. And suddenly, gravity is your friend as well. Mm. Gravity can take up to 20% of your propulsion. Right. And if you have got elasticity, and you surely have, Mm. running from underneath your feet continuously all the way up to the top of your head, you can now see how you might actually be putting a bit of tension in that elastic system. Mm. So when your leg comes through the stride, it's going to come through with the aid of an elastic recoil. Mm. Whereas when the head was down and you were bent forward, that's never going to happen. It feels more harmonious Mm. as opposed to the body sort of jangling away, finding a way to do this thing that you like doing, but it's sort of injuring you all the time and it hurts a bit. And I don't know, it feels, yeah, it feels better. It feels you know, it, nicer. It's re- what's really interesting is, and, and what I've, I spend a lot of time with tribes and indigenous people, mm. as well as athletes all around the right. world, and I'm always fascinated to get from them their perception of their movement. Right. Because our perception of our movement is based largely on biomechanics. Mm. The traditional view of biomechanics, which almost makes us feel like the skeleton is a structure and it moves as a series of levers powered by muscles. Yeah. It doesn't really make us think like this tensegrity toy that Mm. we're synergistic, fluid, collected and elastic in our movement. Mm. There are no dividing lines in your body, only connecting lines. If you can start to convince yourself that and start to feel that, you will move in a completely different way because you're going to want to accentuate what you now know. You know, it's a challenge for us in the Western world because we grow up and all the time, that's how we see the skeleton. Yeah. Stood up. Right. Upright. It looks yeah. like it could just walk off the screen. Yeah. You go to the Natural History Museum. It's just full of glass cases with skeletons mm. that are just stood there looking at you. Mm. We'd be completely forgiven for thinking that the skeleton is like that. But if it wasn't for our fascial system, that amazing elastic stuff, our bones would just be a pile of individual units yes. on the yeah, floor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So for you, if it's we awakening can... The- innate elasticity in the body. Absolutely. And yeah. And we're told, you know, I remember when I was in when running and I was people were saying to me, Oh, imagine you've got a piece of cotton coming out of the top of your head or a helium balloon or something like that to try and get us tall. Mm. But I, I, the reason I fell in love with the concept of tensegrity was that if you just imagine your bones free-flowing in a sea of elasticity, mm. it makes you want to get tall. Yes. It inspires mm. you to get tall. Mm. And it's not odd that we see beautiful runners all around the world mm. running with that elegant bow and height in their body. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense so far? It absolutely does, yes. Yeah. Do you look at, uh, do you look at any running data with, your, with a watch? What do you, what do you really, to be honest, no. I, I, just, I tend to run off. I tend to run without a watch unless I'm doing a race. Uh, I'm not averse to the idea of doing it every now and again, but mm. I, maybe it's because of the way I've related. You know, I, I, I like running. You know, it's a, it's an organic thing that you yeah, don't really want to bring feral and free in the woods. Yeah, yeah, however, no, I get it. However, yeah. in, inefficiently. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you would you'd, you'd advise it every now well, and again to, I just, to get I, a sense of. I think in this day and age we are able to get some incredibly exciting pieces of data very easily mm. that we can use. Now, you don't want a watch telling you how it is. You don't want a watch telling you when to run, how fast to yeah. run, and you know, giving you a hard time because your running's almost your free time. But these days, pretty simple technology can tell you some exciting stuff. So if your stride is a curve, 
Yeah. Through your oscillation, you can see how high the curve went. Right. And through your stride length, you can see how long the curve was. Right. So you can straight away start to build up a picture of how mm. efficient mm. your curve is. Mm. Because if it comes out like that, clearly you're just bouncing up and down and the naysayers are right. Air yes. is bad. Yeah. Whereas if you've got a good forward trajectory in that curve and you'll be able to see that by your stride length, you can very quickly start to work out whether mm. you're producing beautiful curves. Mm. And you can look at your ground contact time either side of well, so that curve. You can curve. measure that, can you? Yeah. With... With uh, so Magic. with a, yeah with a watch <laughs> and a chest <laughs> and right, dark okay. art going on, and you can instantly see those figures. Right. Now, you know th- th- this is about movement, but there is no doubt. I mean, data shouldn't tell us how to run, mm. but it should tell us what we did do. Yes, yeah, and yeah. so a little bit of data because if you let's say you want to, you know, you did an amazing job getting under that three for the for the marathon. Yeah. Let's say where you came back and thought, well, actually, I you know, I, I think I can do, I can go under two fifty. Mm. To get under two fifty, really, that's got to come from an extension of stride length. Mm. If you don't know your stride length, if you don't mm. know what kind of curve you're creating and yeah. how efficient that is, you're, you're just going to do it by trial and error, just trying really hard. Yeah. Whereas a little bit of data a little bit of video and your perception of what you're doing and they back that up, mm, mm. that's a very powerful way of learning. I was, uh, I was reading a section of your book and it was suggesting that uh, you could get more from less mileage. Yes. Which is obviously every, most runners, like the, the dream. You know, yes. Would you say that's, that's true in terms of like efficiency, you know, efficiency, uh, like we were saying before, you know, more air time and... You know, yeah, I do. I mean... Reckon. I think we're, I think a lot of us are running around. I mean, you know, most people, I think when they get up in the morning and they go for a run and they're training, it's their engine they're training. Mm. It's their, the, the cardio. The yeah, cardio absolutely. Bike. And everything is based around getting a really, really big engine. But actually, very often, that big engine is having to work really hard to make up for an efficient movement. Right. So if you were to run around with height in your body, mm. landing on a tripod, leaving on an inner tripod, mm. using your arms correctly, getting elastic energy and getting gravity on your side, you wouldn't need anywhere near as much oxygen. Mm. Mm. So if every mile you did mm. was thinking about form and moving well so that you start to re-architect this efficient mm. body mm. as well as building a cardiovascular system at the same time, mm. I think you might have to only maybe run 70% of the miles you're running to get right. the same effect. And the, the 30% of the time you're not running, you're recovering, which mm. is actually when fitness takes place. Mm. Mm. Interesting. That's I don't think we in the Western world, we just don't stop. Yeah. If we're not running, we're yogaing or we're pilating or we're strength and conditioning yeah. or we're, we're looking after the family or we're going to work and mm. we just never actually stop to get fit. Mm. Which, again, it comes, it comes back to, the, uh, to, uh, to I-10 is that they, they keep in the afternoon, don't they? They, <laughs> they can keep in the afternoon. Well, uh, not uh, everyone uh, can keep for two hours in the afternoon, but, no, they, but those guys do. They, they? Professional yeah. and that, sleepers. And that's where the, you know, yeah. Yeah, that's oh, where it happens. Yeah. They'll go for a run. Let's uh, get, up maybe, get up maybe at five o'clock in the morning and do maybe a 30k tempo run. And they'll come Amazing. back having something to eat and drink. Yeah. And then they go to sleep. And I sleep in the dorms with them. And if you try and talk to them, they say, don't talk to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fitness is coming. Yeah. Fitness is coming to get me. <laughs> Don't talk to me and now. And they go for a run later as well, yeah. of course. They go for a warm down run later. Right. Yeah. Now, they do have the luxury of being full-time athletes, yes. and we're yeah. not. But yeah. all the more reason why we should try and get in more time where we're yeah. actually just recovering. Really got to do yeah, otherwise we're, we're going to break. We haven't talked about the arms yet. What do you think the arms? How would you... 
Yeah. What, what do you reckon about my arms? Uh, well, what, let, let's play the video and you tell yeah. me what you think about your arms because you're starting to take ownership of your movement now. So let's see what you think about them. A little bit undynamic. I wonder whether they could be closer to my body and just working, just moving a, a bit more. I don't know. They, they're sort of, they, they look like they're sort of helping with balance but don't seem to be... Propelling to you. forward motion. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I don't think they're too bad at all. Right, okay. I think, I think, and like I said earlier on when we started, analysis is about celebrating what's good as yeah. well as maybe right. looking at what could be changed. Yeah. What we really, really want from the arms is balance and symmetry. So what one arm does on one side, right. we want it doing on the other side. Okay. Again, if we use this tensegrity toy, you get beautifully tall to load your elastic system. Now, if these are your arms, if every arm movement you make is the same as the other one, yeah. you're creating elastic recoil for the right. next movement, for the next movement, for the next okay. movement. If they do something different, you've created chaos. Right. right. So we do want them doing the same thing. I wonder so whether my left arm's coming out a bit more than my right. Yeah, so if you... Like I think your right arm, your, your left arm cuts across the body a little bit more, I think, than right. the... So if you use your zip as a marker, yeah, yeah, yeah. see how it cuts across yes, a little yeah. bit more. Yeah. It's a little bit more flamboyant, isn't it? Yeah. It spins across a little bit more. Mm. Yeah. I, I mean, do, should, should arms be going... Some very simple question. I associate good running with arms slightly coming across the body and sort of into the high and into the chest. But where, I mean, what do you think? So what, the big thing we really want from them is a dynamic movement to the rear. Okay. Okay, right. that's what we're desperate for. So I don't know if you've ever thought about this, but when you run, your right arm and your left leg move together mm. and your left arm and your right leg move together. Right. Okay. That's your kinetic chain. That's how it yeah. is. Yeah. But because you have dexterous hands, because you do everything with your hands and your arms mm. in life, they're closer to your brain than your legs. You can see them. I think it's fair to say you have a better relationship with these than you do these. Mm. So it means these are very dominant. Your yeah. arms are very dominant over your legs. Right. Your very clever right arm is mm. telling your left leg right. what in to the, do. Right, okay, cool. So if you're running and your arms come out in front of you... You're going to be overstriding, possibly. Completely. Right. Your right arm will throw your left leg into an overstride. Whereas if your right arm is driving back beautifully with the elbow, it's going to be telling that left leg to, to come underneath back. you and come out behind you. Cycle back and kick the chair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's fascinating stuff. It really is. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, it's great. So what yeah, we're looking for is a very relaxed shoulder. Mm. The shoulder doesn't... There's no resistance from the shoulder at all. It's just like a hinge. Right. And everything is done with the elbow. Right. So the okay. elbow drives back. So if you think... So if, the, if you have the elbow at a right angle at the rib cage, mm. that's the start of the arm swing. Mm. The elbow drives back, so the hand mm. comes back to where the elbow was, mm. drops back into position. Right. Back. Right. Back. Back. Okay. We don't want to run like a robot. Right. We do need a little bit of rotation because that rotation creates elastic energy for the next right. movement. But we don't want them don't, don't want crossing to. the centre line and, and kind of creating upper body spin. Clench, you don't want stressing your hands either. You want to relax. Super soft fingers. Super soft fingers. In an ideal world, index finger on thumb, thumb. Yes. and then those three fingers running along the side of the thumb. Right. Right. That means both hands can do something completely symmetrical. Yeah. And your index finger on your thumb is the perfect tension sensor for any tension that's in your body. That's why the yoga... Yeah, every, every January tense. I go to <laughs> India and, uh, and study this stuff. Uh, and it's mainly because it's 34 degrees as well in January. And if you ask the yogis, well, why are you doing this? They'll say, well, because we want body connectivity and we want to stay relaxed. Why, would Again, why wouldn't an athlete? Index finger and thumb. Index finger and thumb, three fingers along. Any tension in your body, you'll feel it. 
and your wrist joint, your elbow joint, and your shoulder joint are full of tendons and ligaments. Mm. They proprioceptive, just like the bottom of your foot does, and tells you the spatial awareness of that joint. If your fingertips are touching, you lock in the proprioceptive messages better. So you can feel how tense you are, and you get a spatial awareness of those joints better. If I was a living emoji now, I'd be that unicorn with the head explode. With the head explode. <laughs> I know. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Oh, it's but it, it's amazing. It, 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 no, it really is. It, it really, really is. cuts in and, yeah, and, yeah, and really works. Is. Yeah. Because for an athlete, muscle tension is an, ath- an athlete's nemesis. Mm, mm. Elastic tension, yes, but muscle tension, yes. no. You see that most. Uh, pronounced in the, in the sprint events, isn't it? Where it's all about extreme dynamism with as much relaxation as you can muster at the same. That's what it sort of is, isn't it? That's the sort of that's the battle of the sprint, isn't it? To yep. sp- you know, to move fast whilst relaxed, whilst pr- creating power. Yeah, know? absolutely. But you, you know, have a field day with that line. Not so much. Right. No, I don't because because I get really excited about efficiency. Right. Whereas by the time they've said efficiency is good, their race is over. Yeah, of course. Because their race is about explosion, I suppose. Cool. Then they just get yeah. to go home after 10 seconds yes. and have a cup of yeah, tea. Yeah. It's easy. It's easy, though. It's <laughs> okay. Honestly, they take the easy option. But what's really fascinating is a lot of running technique analysis and coaching is still based on sprinting in America in the 70s. Right. What, in terms of form, yeah. the form of it. Yeah, right. this is why we're talking about towing off and knee drives yes. and yeah, arms yeah. coming in front. Mm. It's what sprinters did 40 years ago. Mm. Mm. But 40 years ago, ultras weren't a thing. No. And marathon runners were competitive sort of, runners. They weren't it was people... Sort of fringe. It was a fringe event, wasn't it? Ex- yes. Exactly. Yeah. So, but then, so the masses have now joined, which is amazing. Mm. But actually, a lot, of the, a lot of them are being coached to run how the sprinters were being coached. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is which is not great. Yeah. I mean, it has to be more uh, about efficiency. Cool. So let's go out and have a play with those arms. So we're yeah. really thinking about sharp, nasty elbows driving okay. back into okay. the sternum of the person right. who okay. dares to be yeah, behind yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. I would say. Um, right. Okay. Arms back. Yep. Cycling legs. Yep. Chest so, forward. so in, in, in sequence, pushing off from your inner tripod, yeah. leading with that beautiful bow in your center line, yeah. te- that takes you through your curve. You circle, cycle those legs underneath you as you go through the air, allowing you to land on your outer tripod, okay. which you're now doing. Right. And now you're bringing in those elbows to drive back. Okay, cool. And that, uh, that's one, one, one lap warm-up, then I'll have a go. Beautiful. I don't know whether it's coming through. Um... <laughs> this medium of technology but um i'm really enjoying this morning it's really interesting obviously it's a lot to take in at once but it does make a lot of sense it really does and i think it's gonna i think it's gonna help me um especially for the short distances initially but as it gets ingrained i want to give this a go certainly because as I keep saying, I need to start running a little bit different. It's going to ingrain good habits as well, because I'm going to have to warm up before I go running. Because like most of us, I treat the first couple of miles as the warm-up. And if you think about it, there you're just running inefficiently and creating the conditions that can lead to injuries. So lots to think about. Lots to muster. 
and the final run down, concentrating on the arms, getting the arms back, cycling, chest forward, head relaxed, landing on the, the tripod, the flashy bit of the forefront of the forefoot. Straight into the camera. Keep it going, keep it going, keep it going. Just one more. Yeah. I think the expression on my face is changing a bit. <laughs> right on the line, Paul. Okay, cool. Keep it going. How'd that feel? It felt good. It does feel more tiring. Yeah. As yeah. it's bound to. Well, this there's four big reasons why it's more tiring. Yeah. One is you're asking yourself to be more springy and elastic. Yeah. But you're only as springy and elastic as the things that you do. And so uh-huh. that elastic system needs to catch you up yes. by you doing some elastic things. Yeah. Until that happens, the muscles have to do a lot of it, and they want oxygen and calories. So that's it. Right. So you are working technically a little bit harder at first. Yeah. Also, your breathing patterns go when you change your movement. Right. You either stop breathing or you breathe really rapidly. Right. But the chances of your breathing patterns staying the same are minimal. Yeah. And also the brain. I'm having to think. Yeah. yeah. The brain, even at rest, wants 25% of all the oxygen and calories that you use. Right. That's the price a human pays for having a big brain. Yeah. Give it something cognitive to do as whilst moving, mm. and then, you know, there's a big deficit. Everything's clambering for that oxygen. Right. And then the last one is that hunter-gatherer perception of effort thing. So... I used to work with sharks before I worked with humans. Right. And, you know, I used to watch great white sharks chase seals and they'd lock onto a seal and they'd do this amazing dance underwater with the seal. And 19 times out of 20, that shark would just swim off and leave right. the seal right. because its perception of effort to catch the seal too started much, to too rise. Much, too much exactly. Yeah. And you as a predator have that same thing and so if you suddenly start doing something more dynamic your hunter-gatherer brain doesn't want you to do it and it's very clever way of stopping you is to make it feel really hard right that goes all four of those things will subside right and the next and six weeks is in my experience when i work with runners they normally the sessions are normally six weeks apart because it takes around about six weeks for the software to start to adapt to the movement the perception of effort to start to come down Mm. and soft tissues to start to adapt okay so don't let the increased perception of effort spook you and make you think you're doing it wrong or probably means you're doing it wrong yeah it actually probably does let's have a look at you moving Frontwards, front on. So they actually look now more dynamic as if they're actually mm. joining mm. in and really okay. are yeah. helping yeah. to yeah. propel you. Maybe a, bit, maybe a bit conscious with it, maybe. I was a bit, they're not, don't, look, don't look as relaxed, maybe. Sure. But that's a Remember, you don't leave here necessarily a better runner, although you've made some massive progress with yes, this stuff. Absolutely, yeah. The progress comes in the practice. Mm. What you're leaving today with is mm. the tools okay. to go away and rewrite your software. And that's why today you're being coached and not drilled. Mm. Being drilled is just doing something a lot yeah. in the hope of getting better at it. Right. Well, we've spent 90% of our time discussing because mm. you're, being, you're being coached. If we were, you were being drilled, you'd have been outside all the time, right. running up and down, hoping to get better at it. But that doesn't that's, stick. Yeah. This will stick mm. because what you now know, you're going to know for the rest of your life and you'll develop mm. it. Mm.
That's pretty good. So we're just watching a, a slow motion yeah, the of the arms. Yeah, still doing a bit more work, isn't and it? And look at the left wrist. You've got that thing with the left wrist. What, a bit floppy at the yeah, back Yeah, it's a little bit. It's a little bit. Hello. Exactly. It's idiosyncratic, to say yeah. the least. But, it, yeah, that's kind of... Okay. But even those little things that, start my, to my, steal. I broke my wrist when I was playing football years ago. I wonder what could it's, possibly relate it's, to that. I don't you know. know. It's, I, don't know. Who know I mean, yeah, your yeah. movement's like your fingerprint. It's mm. different to anybody else's mm. on the planet. Mm. And, you know, you have your own contraindications and idiosyncrasies. And, again, that's what the analysis does, mm. is start to gently iron those out. Mm. So now you know about that wrist, mm. you can start to yes. have a think about yeah, it. Right, yeah, but, yeah. but when I do my work, when I watch you run, what I see is energy escaping from different parts of your body. That's kind of how I do my work. So right. if I see that wrist and I see it flopping, I kind of see energy escaping from that. Right. And that's kind of, so you're yes. all the time trying to plug these gaps mm. That, mm. that are inefficient where energy mm. will leave you. Yeah. We want to create that elastic energy, trap it inside so the body. Yeah, so absolutely. And that's, okay. and so suddenly running becomes a skill, a movement skill, just like yoga or ballet or mm. martial arts. Mm. So what should I... Um what should I be focusing on in the next sort of what what what's my sort of my takeaway? Just everything we've been talking about. Just yeah. So so my, so my so, uh, so essentially, I'll, I'm going to send you some before and after videos so that you Brilliant. can use those for visualization. Okay, and and I'm going to send you a list in sequence of the things that you need to think about as you run. Yeah. But you're essentially thinking, yeah, am I pushing off from that inner tripod? Mm. Am I creating a curve for my stride? Am I circling, cycling my legs as I go through the curve? Am I landing on the outer tripod? Have I got a bow in my centre line? Is my head up, eye line on the horizon? And am I driving my arms back? Brilliant. And the, the story of this development is in is in your book, Lost Out of Running. If people want to, if people want a session, how can they get in touch with you? So I'm at uh, so Running Reborn. Right. Doc, that's my that's my that's me, Running Reborn. Uh, so you can go to the website that you can book sessions or keep okay. up with any of the work that I'm doing there. I do one to ones, but I also do uh, group workshops and stuff um, all around the country. It's been, it's been an incredible morning. I've really really enjoyed it. Are you working? On another book, yes, it's yeah, it's <laughs> it's good. That I mean, tricky I, second album. That tricky. This, this no. sounds fairly all-encompassing, doesn't it? As yeah. a philosophy and as a as as your journey into running and running form and taking you around the world. And, I mean, where where, where do you, where do you go from there? Well, continuing to go around the world, mm. which is great. So I've just yeah. come back from uh, Portugal, actually, where in Nazaré, where I've been working with uh, the big wave surfers, okay. looking at how they kind Brilliant. of move on the board and mm. stuff. So still very much about running. Right. But really looking at some, you know, kind of what goes on more with our software when we run mm. and getting really excited about what I've learned about the group all the time, the, the, the power of the group and mm. the people yeah, living so with tribes and indigenous yes. people. Yeah. We can gain a lot from that. So, so yeah, I'm working hard on it. It's a, it's a, it's a labour of love, but yeah, it's slightly trickier than the first I, one. I remember, um, I don't do it so much now because I, I either run with Rob or tend to on my own, but you know, going out on a Sunday run with with a, with a, with, a, with club runners and there'll be t you know between ten and fifteen of you, yeah. you would feel a collective oh. rhythm. You'd fall into it, and there's something that, it, you know, when you when you're feeling great, you're at the front of it. When you're feeling bad, you're at the back of it. But he was just dragging you through. There's something about that shared thing that's very powerful, isn't it? It's, it I think people. Can can neglect, I think. Yeah. Completely. And mm. and actually in our everyday lives as well, I think. Yes. I think what we learn, you know, very often sport can kind of, we can learn from sport. And, yeah. you know, I think we, we are, our communities, we don't have them so much. We don't, we're not tribes anymore. Maybe social media is the new tribe. Mm. So mm. I think what we learn from being 
almost like being pulled on like a magic carpet with a group of runners. You know, maybe we could do some of that in our everyday lives as yes. well. I think we're losing yeah. in lots of different ways mm. from not, mm. from, and especially over the last two years, I guess it's been pretty, pretty poignant, of hasn't course. it? Of course, yeah. No, but that's, uh, well, listen, thanks so much for talking me through it. Good luck with your book. Thank you. And, uh, and maybe I'll get in touch and see you again to see, see the results. Yeah, it'll be good. <laughs> Absolutely. I look forward to it. Is that it? No is pressure. It, is that what you did with all this information? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.